Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. Welcome everyone to the Gravity Beard Podcast, your home for discussions and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. This is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Toph. My regular co-host, Lord Saunders, is back with me today. How are you, sir? Oh man, I am freaking fantastic. I just got back from one of the most amazing vacations ever. I'm ready to go. Okay, let's jump right in and look at the calendar of special days so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. I can't wait. Uh, okay, so let's start here. Hopefully yesterday, everybody celebrated National Filet Mignon Day as well as Left Handers Day. Well, my dad probably celebrated Left-Handers Day, but I got to say, I think the filet mignon is like so overrated. I would much rather have a medium cooked ribeye, bone or boneless, all in. Actually, I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of the filet mignon, or as I like to say, mignon. Yeah, see, you get to say mignon, and that's like the most fun about the filet mignon because it's, it's an overrated steak. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll leave that where it lies. If you did celebrate the National Filet Mignon Day, then you can celebrate today with your dessert because today is National Creamsicle Day. August 14th, National Creamsicle Day, which are, everybody knows, delicious. That's an amazing dessert. And tomorrow is National Relaxation Day and National Meringue Pie Day. Now, I prefer banana cream pie, but for this one special day, I'll compromise. I am 100% with you, dude. I, man, a banana cream pie is delish. Now, here's the next thing. If you eat all those delicious foods this week, you should definitely, <laughs> definitely enjoy the 16th, which is National Roller Coaster Day. You should eat all those things and then go on the roller coaster to celebrate National Roller Coaster Day. It, not, I mean, what's the worst that could happen, right? More fun. Except for vomiting on the person sitting next to you in front of or behind you, but who cares? I already said more fun. <laughs> <laughs> You had me at more fun. (laughs) Classic. Okay, so Thursday is National I Love My Feet Day. Now, Adam, have you ever had a pedicure? I have not, but I've heard they feel amazing. I've I've actually had a pedicure. And so here's what I'll say about it. Overall, a good experience. But there were moments where it felt like medieval torture. (laughs) Why is that? Uh, there's just certain things that they do, and and I'm I'm super ticklish. Plus, they use this stuff where they grind on your feet, and it just feels like they're trying to kill you. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds terrible. But but people say th- but people say it's awesome. So well, okay. Well, okay. Well, if you're feeling kind of down in the dumps, we can kind of move on to Friday, which is National Fajita Day and 
ice cream pie day. Ice cream pie day. Okay, let me ask you: Is ice cream pie like? Are you talking about traditional pie? I don't. I mean, is it like or like a, like an ice cream sandwich? I think I would assume if it was ice cream sandwich day, they would actually say ice, ice cream sandwich. sandwich. That, that that makes sense, right? Yeah. Either and way, also, I'd like to correct you and say it's it's actually National Fajita Day. It is no, don't say that ever. national fajita day is uh i mean listen fajita day and ice cream pie day it's the perfect combo of savory and sweet what kind of better friday can you actually hope for darn right and and then you can swing right into the weekend because uh, you can wrap up the week on saturday with this special day national aviation day which was dedicated uh, by presidential proclamation to those who helped pioneer aviation in the united states have you ever been to an air show no, but I'd love to go. Yeah, they, they just did one down here in South Florida, and I've never actually gone to it. But, I mean, I've always thought, okay, maybe it was like, who who cares, right? Just watching some planes fly over. Apparently, it's a massive experience, like a very, very cool thing. So I'm actually glad that's in, that's in place there. I think it's really great we get to see, you know, the celebration of a pretty important technology. All right, and with that, uh, let's get into This Week in History. If we're going to start from, you know, the air, let's go down to the ground. In 1899, Henry Ford leaves Edison to start an automobile company. I think I'm glad he did that. I am too, because we need cars. Definitely. And in 1935, socialism takes a huge step forward in the U.S. as FDR signs the Social Security Act. And as I'm sure there's a lot of mixed feelings about that now, it was important nonetheless. So, so for those of you that are huge fans of socialism, that was, a big, that, was a big, that was a big day for you. That's right. Yep. Everyone works for the greater good. Uh-huh. Sort yep. of. All right. So in 1964, that's as political as I'll get on this show. Absolutely. In 1964, the Beatles kicked off their first U.S. tour at San Francisco's Cow Palace. Gotta love the Cow Palace. Gotta love it. And in 1974, 10 years later... The Ramones play their first public gig at CBGB's in downtown Manhattan. And if you rewind that five years previous, Woodstock opened in Bethel, New York. And I think if I could go back in time, just I, I've always said I wanted to have two weeks of time that I can go back in time. And three of my days of my two weeks would be spent at Woodstock. I think that would be an amazing experience. I totally agree. So how interesting is that that in the same week, Five years apart, you had the Beatles' U.S. tour, <laughs> then you had Woodstock, and then the la- five years later, you had the Ramones playing their first gig. That, that's that's crazy that that all happened in the same week. I think the '60s and '70s were some of the most influential, you know, times for music. Even though I don't like prefer all the music from that period, it was powerful, powerful decades there. No question about it. So, fast forward another several years this week, and in 1982, Fast Times at Ridgemont High debuts. And we all get to see Phoebe Kate's boobs. And eight-year-old me, <laughs> and I, I know you know what I'm talking about, and, and I'll just say that eight-year-old me enjoyed that quite a bit. <laughs> I was negative one, so I did not see that. Have you seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High? I still have not seen it. Are you kidding me? I swear. And that's your assignment for this week. <laughs> yeah, I've got one now. Dang it. Yep, I know. I know. I haven't done it. But I... In, in 10 years later, I will be heartbroken because Larry Bird hangs it up. I, I think Larry Bird was like one of the greatest players of all time. Great guy, really humble, super great. And what a, what a, what a day that was when he hung it up. Obviously a Hall of Famer, but not a Hall of Fame mustache. <laughs> Definitely not. It was more of a 70s porn star stash more than anything. 
Yeah, that mustache, <laughs> as great as Larry Bird was, that's how bad his mustache was. 100% correct. And now it's time for the news. All right. I love news. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you did it on purpose. That was a sweet bone dry delivery. Thank you. Adam, I actually have good news regarding the, this week's news story because we teased this very story back on our June 19th episode, so I'm glad we're finally getting back to it. Oh, is this the one that I'm hoping that it is? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Today's story has this headline, Rolling bachelor, bachelor Party Headed for Kentucky Derby Finds Dead Body in RV. <laughs> this is awesome. Please, right. please tell the story. Let's do this. So a rolling bachelor party that started in the Twin Cities and was uh, bound for the Kentucky Derby came unraveled not far down the road when the, when the celebrants, nobody uses the word celebrants. I know, that maybe reveler. Yeah, revelers <laughs> discovered a man's body in an exterior compartment. A man's body, by the way, in the exterior compartment of the of their uh, rented recreational vehicle. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a fair response. So authorities <laughs> <laughs> authorities have not identified the man or said w- what led to his death. The body was discovered late Thursday after the RV, which was rented from a private party, red flag, in and yeah. a no in Anoka. Pulled off in Winona, Minnesota. They pulled off in they pulled off in Winona, Minnesota, along Highway 61, and parked outside a closed for the night Shopco discount store. John Kirk, one of the passengers, said he and some of the others were told told that the RV's owner had cautioned that the two compartments near the front do not work and should not be opened. Dun dun dun! Red flag number two. Bum 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 bum. Which, of course. You're going to try to open them, right? Of course. Yeah, you have to. So, however, as more of the guys were picked up uh, to the south, some of them didn't get the message. The quote from the article says, they opened it up and that's when the body was found. The body has been turned over to the to the Mayo Clinic for an autopsy, according to Winoka Police. The Minnesota Bureau of Criminal, Investiga- Criminal Apprehension is also involved in the investigation. So, first of all, have you ever rented an RV for a vacation before? So it's funny you mention that. <clears throat> I was just talking about that today with my boss. She um, she got an RV, and I have wanted to do one for a long time. But as of yet, I have not, but I look forward to it. So if you're going to do that, and this is advice for both for you and for your boss, I don't think that you should rent that RV from a private party. Okay, fair, right? But why did why was the only lock on the RV front compartment, hey, don't do that? Like, don't open it. Why not put a lock on it so they can't do that? Yeah, I think I think if you're going to go ahead and hide a dead body in your RV, a couple of pieces of advice for that guy. One, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I've thought this through. So first thing is, um, maybe don't rent it out to people, right? That's, <laughs> right. that's probably thing one. Right, and, number one. Yeah, and then two, yeah, go ahead and lock it. Go ahead and put a lock on Don't just tell the guy, hey, don't open that. Just, just make sure they can't open it. Yeah, I feel like the honor system is probably something you shouldn't chance at this point. Yeah, for sure. So here's where it gets interesting, because I like this phrase right here. The first hint of death came when one of the guys opened the front compartment on one side, then closed the door, one X said. That sent off the whoosh of odd odor. When the odor on the other side near the front was opened, that's when the body was spotted. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to this one because it's just so weird. 
It is weird. So I'll continue. When X said that, that he saw the body from the knees down, feet bare with... Oh, thank goodness. It says, feet, feet bare with pants still on. And oh. described, described it as a man who didn't look fresh. Let's put it that way, is the quote from the article. Oh, that is, that is disgusting. He said the group didn't press its collective curiosity. Oh, thank goodness. We weren't really too interested in poking around in there, the article says. The police were, the police were called to question the man who sees the RV. Kirk said it crossed his mind that maybe initially any one or all of them might be considered suspects. When he first, when they were, when we were first questioned, they seemed a little over the top, yelling and asking us questions. That's such a twenty-year-old something to say. I know. Then it was down to the police station for more questioning for several hours, and even, even, to, uh, even being fingerprinted before the group left in the middle of the night, their belongings still on the RV as of Friday afternoon. Wow. Groomed to be Dan Trainer of Rochester said, "The cops were definitely kind of suspicious." But in the first couple of minutes, they realized we had, had nothing to do with it. Trainer said the whole episode was, quote, was, was like we were in the middle of a movie. But he didn't see it as any kind of troubling omen for living happily ever after. <laughs> Are you Red serious? Flag number three. <laughs> I haven't changed my mind, he said. We're just getting all the bad, bad news out of the way right now. <laughs> Man, that is an optimistic view of that whole incident. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like how in the middle of the story you said, and now it gets interesting. Like the first part <laughs> of finding a dead body wasn't already interesting. Well, I mean, if we've got listeners in the audience that have you know stumbled across a lot of dead bodies, I don't want to. I don't want right. to bore them. That's true. I, just, I, just, I, just, I want them to know that it's going to get more interesting. It's not just a random. You know, it's not just a run of the mill dead body. That's true because that our, our forensic um, audience listeners, you know, they're. They need their fill too, you know. They're like big deal. I call that a Monday. <laughs> yeah, this is lunch break. Come on. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so it wraps up like this. As for the bachelor party, Winnex said the plan was to stay in Winona on Friday night and watch the Minnesota Wild playoff hockey game. Then we'll go up to Canterbury and watch the Derby from there. Having read news accounts of the group's trek to Churchill Downs derailed, Canterbury officials said they will give the guys special treatment Saturday. We will have some space for them, and we'll do what we can to make it the next next best thing to being at Churchill," said Canterbury spokesman Jeff Maday. Oh well, and then I guess they live happily ever after. Uh, apparently, I mean, they the, did. Good, not the guy good in the RV, them. but all the other guys. <laughs> yeah, good for them. Okay, so <laughs> once again, we're running late, and so I hate to inform our audience that there is an article that we wanted to get into this episode, but we just yeah. don't have time. Yeah, yeah, I hate how this always happens. So this is a headline we will not be discussing today. Naked man holding bucket steals $25,000 swan statue in Lakeland. <laughs> Florida? Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, Lakeland, that's, that's, that, that might be a Florida story, which makes perfect sense because it's freaking weird. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we will not be discussing how a naked man holding a bucket steals a $25,000 swan statue. Yeah, that's a good one though, man. Let's yeah. definitely put that one for later. Maybe in a future episode. Okay, let's move on to birthdays. Let's do it. Okay, so first of all, there are a ton of great birthdays this week, so we're gonna get we're gonna jump right in. So so today, Monday, here's your list of birthdays. Mila Kunis turns thirty four, Halle Berry turns fifty one, Steve Martin turns seventy two, and in sports, Magic Johnson turns fifty eight and Tim Tebow turns thirty. How about that for a Monday? That's a heck of a Monday, absolutely. Yeah, now if you fast forward to Wednesday, Madonna turns 59, which actually 
interesting enough, is the same week as ex-husband Sean Penn, who is turning 56 this week. Oh, wow. That's coincidental. Yeah. And uh, here's a hot sports opinion. Never been a huge fan of Madonna. (laughs) Well, that's okay, because maybe you're a fan of Steve Carell, who turns 55, and James Cameron, who turns 63. Steve Carell, my favorite role that he did was definitely The Office. And James Cameron, I know that your favorite, favorite film of his is Titanic. Um, no question about it. Regular, regular rotation, which is pretty great. Oh yeah, there's no question. I'm a huge, huge fan of Titanic. Yep. What's what's the name? What's the name of the the Canadian singer that sings that theme song? Celine Dion. Yes. So I'm not so much a fan of Titanic as I am a huge Celine Dion fan. Yeah. I mean, I I understand that. I understand that. <laughs> I mean, how could you not be a fan of Celine Dion? Well, and she's Canadian, and she kind of looks like a sleeve stack, so how do you not like her? <laughs> and she says things like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and she should be. <laughs> and so are all of we. And, and here's another hot sports opinion. Avatar, not a very good movie. Ooh, that's probably a debatable in a lot of circles, but I'm willing to agree with that. Yep. And on Thursday, another great day, another great actor, Robert De Niro. I mean, Wow. So I think that there's the debate between Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. A lot of discussion there. If you had to choose Robert De Niro or Al Pacino, who would you choose? Robert De Niro turned 74. I have deep respect for both of them, but I would take De Niro. I think I'm with you. I think I'm with you. I think his career overall is better. Absolutely. Uh, Mainly because Son of a Woman, good movie, but all the mob movies De Niro were in, amazing. So on Friday, you get to celebrate another one of my favorite actors' birthdays, Ed Norton. And you might know him from Rounders, among many other good movies. Um, he is definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, and I loved him, loved him, loved him in Fight Club. What a, what a great movie. Yeah, fantastic. Friday, that's a, that's a great day. Because <laughs> two additional ones is Christian Slater, who turns 48, and Dennis Leary. So I love Christian Slater in his role that he plays in Archer. And I love Dennis Leary's song, I'm an A-Hole. I think that's a hilarious song. I do as well. So on Saturday, Bill Clinton turned 71. And if you remember back from our this our this week segment, that means that he celebrated his birthday the same week that he appeared in front of the grand jury. All for smoking illegal cigars. Right. So you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> what a crappy week that had to have been. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Who wants to appear in front of a grand jury and face impeachment on your birthday? Right. And then, like, do, what, what do you do after that? Like, go out for beers? Like, hey, man, happy birthday? Or, like, and then he tells you to shut up or... Do you, like, not care and just, like, drinks his ass off, you know? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Goes and hangs out with the White House interns, perhaps. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what he does. What are you doing? That's a tough week. I don't know know what you do to get your mind I don't know what presidents do when they've been, like, hung on a grand jury. Yeah, what what, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. All right, so here's some other things as we wrap up birthdays. Born on this day, but now dead. On Tuesday, in 1859, Charles Comiskey died. He, was, uh, he died in 1931 at the age of 72, and Charles Comiskey is the namesake of Chicago's famous Comiskey Park. And here's oh. some interesting things about him. Full name Charles Albert Comiskey was born in Chicago, Illinois. Comiskey went, on, Comiskey went on to become the first and only player to later own a team. How about that? That is incredible. Well, and actually, that may change because Derek Jeter might buy the Miami Marlins. Oh, that's right. So there you go. Take that, yeah. Charles Comiskey. <laughs> yeah, in your face, 1859. okay so let's move on so we're continuing to test out new segments in the wake of our amazing fact generator being broken so today's topic i think you'll like and that's going to be death row last meal requests 
Ooh, excellent. Yes. And so we will still use, we'll still utilize the randomizer to help us. Are you ready to do this? Yes, punch it. All right, here we go. Oh, this is a good one. So here we go. Here's a death row last meal request. So Mm -hmm. Lawrence Russell Brewer, who was executed Wednesday for the hate crime slaying of of James Byrd Jr. more than a decade ago, here's what he asked for for his last meal. So just tally this up in your brain. See if you could see if you could choke this down. Okay. Two chicken fried steaks, a triple meat bacon cheeseburger, fried okra, a pound of barbecue, three fajitas, a meat lover's pizza, a pint of ice cream, and a slab of peanut butter fudge with crushed peanuts. Wow. That oh man, I can't wrap my head around that much food. Yeah, pr- prison prison official said Brewer didn't eat any of it. Did he give it to the guards to like take it home with them or something like that? I have no idea. It just says that he didn't eat it. Wow. Yeah. And, and then he was executed. On an empty stomach. <laughs> yeah, apparently so. <laughs> All right. You ready to wrap up with the joke of the day? I think we need to, man. Okay. This is another long one, but I think you're going to like it. Are you ready? Let's okay. do this. Let's do it. So here it goes. A man and his wife are playing the fifth hole at their club. When, she slices, when he slices his drive so far to the right, it rolls into an equipment barn. He finds the ball and plans to take a drop when she says, Let me go down to the other end of the barn and hold open the door for you. Then you can hit your ball through the door and back onto the fairway. He thinks this is a good idea, so she holds the door. He takes a big swing, but rather than flying through the door, the ball hits her in the head and kills her. <laughs> a year later, the same man and his new bride are playing the same hole when he again slices the ball into the shed. He finds it and plans to take an unplayable lie when she says, let me go down to the other end of the barn and hold open the door. Then you can hit the ball through the door and back onto the fairway. He looks at her, shakes his head, and explains, no way. The last time I tried that, I took a triple bogey on this hole. (laughs) You know, I'm noticing a trend in your jokes here. (laughs) It ends in the wife's demise. (laughs) Yeah. What do you think of that one? (laughs) hilarious all right well that wraps up our show but before we go adam would you like to promote anything yes thelordsaunders.com you can find me there you can find me on any social media at thelordsaunders on uh, facebook twitter instagram Um, i do audio editing and uh, audio consulting as it were i'd like to promote the underdogs podcast facebook group because that thing is awesome to find a bunch of Really great podcast, and and Tofi did an amazing job creating it and, and curating it. And as always, my wife's podcast, the Avoid Being Hated podcast. Terrific, and that's the Underdog Podcast community. Come find us on Facebook. Uh, our theme song is "Sophomore Makeout" by Silent Partner. Their stuff can be found on the YouTube Audio Library. All the other music and sound effects on this episode can be found on YouTube. You've been listening to this week today on the Gravity Beard Podcast. It's what your ears will want to be listening to.